0: Jonathan Kogan Show. Uh, I'm your host, Johnny K. It's just another day. Here we go. Oh, yeah. How you feeling? Let's do it. Here we go. Just another day. That I am told. All right, everybody. We're back. We're here. We're here to give you the news. We're here to tell you the truth. And, you know, we have fun. We play games. But we talk about the dystopian news through an apolitical, truthful lens. Subscribe to the Jonathan Cogan show wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Rumble channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Let's get on with it. There's some crazy stuff happening, and this is real. All right. This is like it's all real, obviously, but this is this is this is bad. This is a mass. This is a much bigger threat than the average thing. There are three major countries in the quote unquote West. That are proposing and trying and with legislation, trying to pass laws to basically get rid of free speech to uh, to basically codify hate speech, whatever hate speech is, which is if you want to the truth, which obviously you do. Basically, what this is doing is bringing us. Back into the pre-enlightenment era where elite institutions, the church, people who had special privileges to determine what's true and not true told the peasants what they could believe and not believe, what was true and not true. They were the arbiter of truth. Now, after the pre-enlightenment, you know, post-enlightenment, we got you know we got the goomba printing press now we got the internet we're able to search for ourselves decipher use our god-given critical thinking skills listen to the jonathan kogan show and other great sources and figure out what's really true and what's propaganda they're trying to take that away from you and take you back to the dark ages or yeah whatever the dark ages that's real all right brazil canada Ireland. Okay. I'm going to play a clip, a few clips from Glenn Greenwald's recent uh, monologue from his show system update, which is fantastic covering Brazil. Cause he lives in Brazil and What's crazy is is that the mainstream media is going to benefit from this because they're going to partner with the state to give out the state propaganda. So you're going to hear mainstream news like CNN and all of them because they're going to be able to cut out the alternative media like us so people can't get to us. And they're going to work in cahoots combining big business with big government to tell you whatever the state's line is. Okay? And so you're going to hear people on CNN and other mainstream news networks say, we need to have this. We need to ban Haiti, because it helps their bottom line. This is absolutely dystopian. This is absolutely a threat to everybody in those countries. Thank God in the United States of America, we have uh, the First Amendment, which many countries don't have. So we're very fortunate. And also we have a billionaire like Elon Musk that's fighting on our side for now, at least. And, you know, is really pushing back by owning Twitter but basically in Brazil, let's just let's just get in. Should we get into Brazil first? What should we do here? Let's do Ireland first because it's a quick tweet and I'm going to play. Uh, You've got to listen to Glenn Greenwald explain it. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. But Ireland, this is from Keith Woods. Ireland is about to pass one of the most radical hate speech bills yet. Merely possessing, quote, hateful material on your devices is enough to face prison time. Not only that. But the burden of proof is shifted to the accused, who is expected to prove they didn't intend to use the material to quote spread hate. This clause is so radical that even the Tsaikis, tz- whatever that is, people before profit opposed it as a flagrant violation of civil liberties. Here is uh, part of the bill here. If you're watching, I'm going to make it on the screen. So, section 10 1A prepares or possesses material that is likely to incite violence or hatred to incite hatred what against a person or group of persons on account of their protected characteristics or any of those characteristics. And then in part three, this is the most important part. The person shall be presumed until the contrary is proved to have been in possession of the material in convention of subsection one, meaning you, instead of innocent until proven guilty, you are guilty until proven innocent. This is so major. If you're guilty to prove an innocent, I mean, this is, that is not good for the peasants. That's not good because if you're in power and you have the elite, see what people don't understand is even if things are being censored the way you want, where your political opposition is being censored right now, you have to be okay with that exact political party, then coming to power somehow. And then they have the same tools. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to suppress you. Now, if you're not okay with that, you shouldn't be okay with the former. You understand? Which is why we can't, censor either political side we have to have freedom of speech it is the foundation you want to talk about saving democracy we, we must save democracy but in order to save democracy we have to censor the peasants are you joking what kind of world do you live in what what and the fact that this propaganda works on people i think it's working less and less but there is a large section of the population that goes we must save democracy censor 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 just again you know, you're right. You know, you're right. I'll agree with these people. If you look at history, the most successful democracies, the most successful freedom places, bastions of freedom only survived and have survived to this day because of censorship. Right. Wherever there was censorship, there were free people that lived in a free society with open dialogue. And it was so fantastic. That is bullshit. OK, it's not true. It's not true. Whenever there was censorship, there was oppression. Okay. Because the elite class doesn't want you to get information. They don't want you to have, they want to be the ministry of truth. You can't let that happen. If you're in Brazil, if you're in Ireland, if you're in Canada, you guys are teetering on losing your shit. You understand you're teetering. Now let's get into, I'll I'll cover Canada 11, which is bill C11, but What's happening is this is gonna well you'll just tell Glenn say it, but this is gonna make places like Google, Spotify criminally liable. So they're gonna so basically what they're doing is on Google if you log on to Google in Brazil they're saying how this hate speech law is a danger to your you know internet freedom and your freedom. And basically this Supreme Court judge, which you'll hear about in a second, Brazil is sending letters for the CEOs of these companies to come face civil charges in brazil i mean this is crazy let let me play you the introduction first okay about how shocking this censorship bill is and then i'll talk to you and then we'll get into this uh this specific supreme court justice and this it just, is just unbelievable this is real this is a big deal this is one of the biggest things i've ever covered you must spread the word please share the jonathan kogan show take it away
1: glenn so the last 48 hours here in brazil are some of the most alarming and shocking i've ever seen and i'm not using hyperbole for that i'm going to show you why so As we've been telling you for a while now, there is a law that is being proposed in Brazil that will become one of the most repressive laws in the democratic world that controls the content that can be published and expressed on social media. It empowers the state, the government, with extreme, virtually unlimited power to ban and punish any speech that in their sole and unilateral discretion they declare to be either hate speech or disinformation. We've talked many times about how this disinformation industry, this term, is the Rosetta Stone for how Western governments and democratic governments are attempting to destroy a free internet because they realize that they can no longer maintain their repressive rule and allow a free internet. These two things are not compatible. That was the realization of the democratic party in the United States government when things got too free and it led to the election of Donald Trump in 2016, which was never supposed to happen. And when the United, when the United Kingdom ignored their elites and adopted Brexit, and when Brazilians voted for Jair Bolsonaro, things started getting too unstable for the neoliberal order. And they decided that they could no longer tolerate a free internet. And the primary justification for censorship laws they're now trying to impose is that there's too much disinformation online. It's too destructive and harmful. And obviously, whoever gets to determine what is and isn't disinformation wields enormous power, given that, like most things, it's in the eye of the beholder. And what the Brazil law would do is it does not say you get to go to courts and ask courts to decide whether or not something is disinformation or or hate speech and then have them order it removed. It says that the... Social media companies are responsible to remove it the minute it appears, and if they don't, they can be held both civilly and criminally liable for whatever results are of those postings. And again, it's completely in the discretion of the government and whoever the officials or bodies are that are determining disinformation and hate speech to make those assessments. And it's completely open-ended. There's no concrete definition of it. These are all subjective terms. And obviously the point of it is to ensure that there's no more dissent on the internet. And in Brazil, the leading institutions in support of the censorship law, just like in the United States, are the most powerful media corporations because they know the internet is what has caused them to lose control over their ability to dictate the flow of information. And the only way to get that back is to take away freedom of the internet. There's also financial motives there. There's part of this law determines a better distribution of profits to media outlets instead of Google and Facebook, but it also empowers the state to censor the internet in the name of disinformation and free speech. And although it's Lula's government who's, if if it passes, will end up implementing it, it's the media outlets in Brazil that have led the way in agitating for these laws and the Brazilian left, not entirely, largely is marching behind these media corporations, just like they do in the United States, thinking somehow that they're gonna be immune from application of these censorship laws. So here is the article we published back in February on a local platform describing what the law is. There you see the headline, new law sought by Brazil's Lula to ban and punish, quote, fake news and disinformation threatens the free internet everywhere. And then the headline, the sub-headline was, many nations seem poised to abandon the core lesson of the Enlightenment. No human institution can or should be trusted to decree absolute truth and punish dissent from it. So
0: this is this is massive i mean this is massive this will change this is how you get total control this is how you create the two-tier society this is how you get the peasants separated from the information they must know if you can't have access to the jonathan kogan show how in the world would you understand what's going on you wouldn't that's the point they're doing this strictly to get rid of the jonathan kogan show listen i have sources close I have I have sources in high places saying that they specifically are doing this for the Jonathan Kogan show. They say Joe Rogan's a distant second, but the Jonathan Kogan show is number one. Listen, we must we must protect the people. Okay, and this is a big deal. I mean, this is this is a massive deal. I, I cannot even describe how big of a deal is. And we had an era in human history where this was the case. We've already played this experiment. It didn't work out for us. It did not work out for us. You know, like pre-enlightenment that I just talked about, you know, Glenn talks about it right now. Let's just have him explain it because we already tried this experiment.
1: It wasn't good. It wasn't good. After the enlightenment, we did have institutions, monarchs, churches, emperors, who dictated truth. And nobody was permitted to dissent or deviate from those decrees. You are punished, you are killed, you are imprisoned, you are exiled. And the point of the enlightenment of Voltaire and John Locke and the fall from France and Britain and the rest of Europe that ended up being the foundation for the American founding and modern day liberties throughout the democratic world is that what should dictate truth is human reason and a free debate, not centralized control, we're reverting back to the pre-enlightenment era where institutions of authority dictate to us what truth is, that's what this law is for. Now, I describe what the law is, I'm gonna
0: So how are people not seeing through this? I don't understand how the propaganda is still working when you have literally three years of everything being upside down, everything being a 100% falsehood, the opposite of the truth, so consistently wrong, and it was not in your best interest. It made your life worse. Whether it was lockdowns, whether it was forced medical interventions, whether it was, uh, you know, uh, 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 censorship on social media platforms so shown to be in cahoots with the government, with the Twitter files. everything was bad for you and I. And somehow there's people still going along with this. I The propaganda is so strong. It's so they made it so the opposition basically in the u.s like the trump sports is so evil and so radical you must support anything we do on the other side and they're leveraging that to go full out tyrannical and people who can't get out of their emotional state of oh my god i hate this orange man i need to do everything to stop him yes why don't we just kill him like kill the follower like it's crazy they'll do anything yes shut down the internet to protect do anything they, they're they're taking this hatred and emotion and people's souls that they stirred up since 2016 and people since they act on um emotional uh basically um Irregularities, that's not the word I was looking for, but emotional instincts that they can't get out of that trap. They are then knowing you're stuck to that emotional hatred. And they're saying, okay, we're going to use that to go full out. We're going to do everything we can and say it's an opposition to save you from that horrible thing that could happen, which is making this guy president. So we must implement censorship laws. We must ban free speech. We must not have trials for people. We must break the law. And people are like, yeah, 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 whatever needs to be done. We don't care you can't go along with this. You have to, again, think in the mindset of what if your opposition, what if those people, the orange people and his followers had this same power? Are you going to be okay with that? If the answer is no, then you can't be okay with it on your side. Okay. If you're apolitical, it's so easy to see this, but apparently people are really tugging on their emotional heartstrings and it's working. It's very scary. But in Brazil, Ireland, and Canada, I mean, it's and the reason why it gets tricky is you're hearing it's a good thing from these mainstream propaganda networks. And if you're unable to see that it's propaganda, the propaganda is the only thing coming from these networks. You think it's good for you because they're telling you it's good for you. They're showing you how this is so great for your life. It's not good for your life. Not good for your life at all. So, um, in fact, listen to this thing that just happened with CNN Brazil what they just did on TV to get people to, to trick them. They're tricking you into passing censorship laws that will take away your freedoms. And once your freedoms are gone, you ain't gonna get it back.
1: So I think this is the right clip, but listen to this. Something truly bizarre happened, which is a journalist from CNN Brazil, which is every bit as bad as CNN in the United States, she went on air live on cnn and she tried to post a tweet advocating for this law these journalists are not pretending to be objective cnn global and brazil are the leading agitators for the censorship law just like journalists in the united states are the leading censorship advocates here she tried to post a tweet defending the censorship law but when she tried to post the tweet she got an error message from twitter Now, anybody who has ever used Twitter over the past several years, but especially in the last several months since Elon Musk fired 80% of the workforce or so, understands that Twitter often has technical difficulties. But instead of concluding that that might be why she was unable to post her very important tweet in favor of this law, she instead immediately concluded that she was so important that Twitter was censoring her. And she went on the air and she held held up her laptop. And she showed how she was unable. She kept pressing the button, post, post, post. And she got this error saying, I can't post. And then the proof that she thought that she was being censored was she went to her phone and she was able to post an image on her phone on Twitter. And that proved that Twitter was analyzing the content of her advocacy. And Elon Musk (laughs) and others at Twitter were so incredibly obsessed with what this tv host on cnn brazil was saying about a law that elon musk didn't even know existed until i talked to him about it today and censored her the pro-censorship activist
0: groups so then he goes on and talks about other people that are being this pro-censorship you cannot get tricked on this because once you get tricked on this it's over and in brazil particularly and we'll get into canada in a second this is all coming from the highest judge in the court system okay and this is a judge it's amazing how they can quickly how the propaganda networks and elites can switch it flop a narrative so quickly and people go along with it when it's the exact opposite of what they were saying before. So, like when Trump came out with his medical intervention, you know, during, uh, people like, I would never take the Trump, I would never do that. Right. And then it became Biden, and people are like, you must take it. We need to have mandates. We need to, it just flips on its head. But it's the same thing. In Brazil's case, this, this, uh, the Supreme Court justice, a judge, was a tyrannical right-wing person and like, Oh my God, this is terrible. Now it's Lula left-wing. He's censoring the right wing. Like, yeah, we need to give him more power. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's uh, jail the opposition like Bolsonaro and stuff. This is crazy. They can take anything and just flip it in a, in a like second notice. uh, and, And people go along with it when it's the exact opposite. It was the day before they just flip the narrative and put on enough information and propaganda for that narrative. And people are like, Okay, now that's the narrative. Then they could flip it back the other day. You can just mess with the population. Say red is blue one day, then blue is red the other day, and people go back and forth. They'll just yell at each other every other day. It's unbelievable. Just listen to this. This is, the, this is the justice in Brazil who is ordering all this stuff, okay? The highest judge in the land.
1: This has been the judge that the left used to regard as fascist and authoritarian. He was actually long on the right. And now they regard him as a hero because he is taken on the role of censoring speech in Brazil. His primary targets were uh, supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro, whom he's ordered imprisoned without trial, whose houses he's ordered searches and siege, whose journalists he's forced into exile, and who has undertaken the unilateral power to censor the internet and ban people from it with no trial of any kind. So it's this judge that is so authoritarian that even Western media outlets have begun to object. The New York Times has at least twice run articles on him, who today issued an order on his own barring Google and Facebook and Spotify from criticizing this proposed law any longer, even though this law will have a gigantic impact on how Facebook, Google, Spotify and other companies operate media outlets in brazil that are aligned with the government's agenda that support this law are completely free to do what they've been doing which is drowning everybody in propaganda about the necessity of this law but the most influential critics of this law the tech companies are now banned by law from arguing against this law and not only are they banned by law, but they are now being forced to appear at the federal police for interrogation. One of the things Google did here, you see, if you go to the Google front page in Brazil yesterday, they had a headline that appears right on the front page of Google with a link that essentially that in Portuguese, the English translation is the fake news law proposed could make your internet worse. And you click on that link and it brings you to a blog from Google that explains their arguments about why this law is bad. This is no longer allowed. They were ordered today to remove this blog, to remove this link. And the head of Google in Brazil is now forced to appear before the federal police because the justice minister of Lula da Silva has opened a criminal investigation into whether or not these companies have committed crime somehow by arguing against- This is massive. I I cannot,
0: explain to you i cover so much bad stuff that happens so much corruption so much of the propaganda breaking through it tearing it apart going straight for the truth to get to you to get to your soul because the truth resides in your soul and no one can take that away from you sometimes you just need someone to poke you to wake you up and i am the human poker poke poke you understand so this is serious though i mean this is the there's a reason why in the united states I mean, I said the greatest startup of all time, the greatest startup of all time is the United States of America. Unbelievable startup. You can't even, like, Google came out of that. Like, everything came out of that. It's unbelievable. Whatever the GDP, that is the best startup of all time, by far, okay? And as the very First Amendment, they could put anything they want. They put freedom of speech. They were very smart. They knew that without freedom of speech, none of the other ones matter. None of the other ones matter. And I'm not a gun guy, but the reason the second one was there was to protect the first one, the government going full tyrannical. All right, I understand why it's there now. I had no idea. Now I get it. But the first one, freedom of speech. So lucky to be in America. If you're listening somewhere else, I that's rough. It's rough. I think we'll make it through it if we band together. If we realize we're being propagandized soon enough before they they put these things through, especially in Ireland and now also in Canada. So let's uh let's cover what's going on in Canada because you know Trudeau Trudeau banned all the guns. That's the Second Amendment, basically, and now he's banning the First Amendment. You know, it's a it's a it's a deliberate. Systematic takedown of democratic nations. That's what's going on right now. So, CB, this is from Rebel News, CBC president pushes Twitter censorship. Read the shocking internal documents. How funny is it? Ready? Yesterday was World Press Freedom Day. World Press Freedom Day. And Julian Assange is in prison without being uh, convicted by being a journalist and sharing information, showing the people of the world that we've been lied to what the truth is. And that dude's in prison. And we have the audacity to say we have world press freedom day and Julian Assange is in jail. You have to be kidding me. How are people not seeing through this? Everything is upside down right now. And until we make it right side up, they're going to keep going with it. People need to break through. You must share this with someone who needs to wake up, okay? In fact, you have to share it with three people who need to wake up. I've been saying share it with 17 people. In the last one I said, 14 people. Today, it's three people. Share this podcast with three people. All three are people who think you're nuts and they need to be woken up. And you guys have been sharing it, so it's unbelievable. I really appreciate it. We've been the highest ranked we've ever been in the history of this podcast yesterday. So back to Rebel News. World Press Freedom Day serves as a reminder that censorship continues to plague our society. Just last week, Canada's Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, which could be uh, uh, Fidel Castro's son, introduced a massive internet censorship bill, C-11, so C-11, and announced ethics guidelines for Canadian newsrooms, Okay. So here's documents showing how the CBC wants people silenced. These are the actual docs. We write uh, concerning a, this is from the, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, the CBC. We write concerning a series of tweets that was published on May 18, 2021. see exhibit a We consider the tweets to be dangerous hate speech in violation of Twitter's rules and policies. We have filed numerous takedown requests since the takedown requests since the tweets were published to no avail. We wish the removal of these tweets. So you have... You, basically, you have the big, gigantic media corporations that are losing money, desperate to stay in business, having the state come to them and say, hey, if you work with us and you pitch whatever line we tell you to pitch, we will pass laws that bring back the revenue to you and get rid of your competitors, a.k.a. the alternative media, a.k.a. the Jonathan Cogan show, a.k.a. the truth and nothing, but the truth will help us. Ah! That's what they're trying to do. So they partner together because they have – The same interest to become more powerful, to make more money, and to become the sole narrative in society. We cannot let that happen. We need the narrative to be set from the peasants to the elites, not from the elites to the peasants, how things have always been. The fact that they're trying to take you to a pre-enlightenment era where elite institutions told you what's true and not true and know how things were back then, you do not want that. Go read about it. This is why it's really important to understand history. It's vital, especially in this time right now. I never thought in 2023 we would be at this inflection point, but we are. And I think some countries and people are going to go the wrong way and have all their rights taken away that they're never going to get back. And they're going to be peasants that are not free. And then other countries are going to take the right path and they will be free. So you have to be cautious where you're living right now. You have to understand what you're getting yourself into. You have to educate yourself. You have to wake up the people before the people can't be woken up because there'll be a time when you can wake up people and it won't matter that they're awake because their rights are already gone. You can't say that on the internet. You don't have access to what you had access to before. You can't share that statement on social media. That's hate speech. You're questioning the government hate speech. You're talking bad about the current person in power hate speech. You want to vote for the other political party hate speech do you understand and they're saying in front of your face at the world economic forum and other places they're saying how hate speech are coming to a country near you they're saying it's coming to the u.s it will not come to the u.s we are going to fight here but you must fight wherever you are this is so serious and ireland is very close and even even uh even elon musk uh tweeted on and said this is a huge attack on free speech and you have the big conglomerates spewing propaganda, usually to older crowds, saying how good this is. And they're falling for it. And they're going to go with it and they're going to cheer it on because it takes away their political opposition in the short term. There's a reason why in democratic societies we don't jail the opposition. There's a reason we never jail the opposition. And now they're trying to normalize jailing the opposition, even in the U.S. And people are OK with that. Are you out of your mind? I don't care what you think of either party. I, I think it's I low about both parties as you could possibly feel. You can't jail either one. That, that, that's the end of the Democratic side. You can't save democracy by jailing one half of the democracy. What are we talking about here? How are people literally saying that? We need to save democracy and we need to jail the opposition. We need to save democracy and we need to censor. What's going on? What is going on? This is crazy. Share this. Wake some people up. Very important. We got one more bonus round right here. By the way, we got more files coming out about, out about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and who he's met with. Uh, new one was Reid Hoffman, uh, founder of uh, LinkedIn, big internet entrepreneur. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein's documents part two from the Wall Street Journal. Dinners with Lawrence Summers. Uh, basically, everyone who's a shill for making society and gutting the middle class. That's who met with him. Uh, Lawrence Summers and movie screens with Woody Allen. Uh, we got uh, Woody Allen, Errad Barak. Sergei Rod, Larson, Eva Anderson-Dubin, Lawrence Summers, Larry Summers, Leon Black, Bill Gates. <laughs> who would have thought? And Reed Hoffman. Uh, so keep your eye out for those people. I'm telling you who the suspects are. Uh, here's a bonus round. I don't – so this I'm going to report is just a fun bonus round. I don't put a lot of weight on this as being true because – I don't know about the source, but it's just interesting. So I'll just share with you because you probably didn't see it. But Hindenburg Research is basically they do these research on on, on frauds and then they short the position. So obviously they have a vested interest. This came out on May 2nd. Uh, Icon, Carl Icon, the great investor. Icon Enterprises, the corporate raider throwing stones from his own glass house, saying he's losing everything and lost a ton of money. Icon Enterprises is an $18 billion market cap holding company run by corporate raider and activist investor Carl Icon, who along with his son, Brett, own approximately 85% of the company. Our research has found that the IEP units are inflated by 75% due to three reasons. IEP, IEP trades at a 218% premium to its last reported net asset value, vastly higher than all comparables. Two, we've uncovered clear evidence of inflated valuation marks for IEPs, less liquid and private assets. And three, the company has suffered additional performance losses year to date following the last disclosure. They're saying that the company's underwater. Carl Icahn is broke. Uh, they give a background on it. Background and bull case collect a 15.8% dividend while investing alongside legendary corporate raider Carl Icahn. That's a fraud and that basically they he's going to be taken down and listen it could happen in in these times where things are just crazy and you thought all these people were great and really they're evil and all these people are you know saving society and really they're like been to epstein island 47 times and now they're telling you to take stuff you know maybe they're not so good so the greatest thing that ever happened is that since 2020 we have a division in society where we could tell who are for the people who are willing to tell the truth and who are the shills for whatever regime and just want power, money, greed, and sex with little kids. It's very easy to tell who's who. And the people of sex with little kids happen to be the ones speaking the loudest on propaganda networks and on stage telling you lies after lie after lie to make your life worse, to gut the middle class, to make you poor, to make you have less freedom, to eliminate free speech and raise their wealth and increase their power. We will not let this happen. You must see through it. You must share this with three people to see through it, and we will make it out on the other side. Um, Last thing I got to say before we sign off, today's my birthday. Holla at your boy. It's my birthday. Happy birthday to Johnny K, the host of the Jonathan Cogan Show. Thank you for being with me. It's great being with you. I'll see you later.